I'm delighted to be here with Kieran Doran, Executive Vice President of International Sales and Marketing for the first in a series of podcasts from Pixel Power. Now, Kieran, Pixel Power started 30 years ago and rapidly emerged as a leader in graphics and branding, but more recently, you've moved into things like playout, master control, automation, and even more recently into sort of software-defined IP-based playout systems. Um, that would suggest that you have a lot of exciting things to introduce to us, uh, certainly to the North American market at NAB this year. Can you illuminate a little bit along those lines? Yeah, I can, and it's good to be here, David. Thanks for inviting me. Um, Pixel Power has always been at the cutting edge of new developments in broadcast technology. If you go back to the last 20 to 30 years ago, the squeeze back was one of the first uh, innovations. The now, next, later, what we all see as very familiar things on our television screens today. Um, And that's all about viewer retention. And broadcasters uh, are, are constantly looking for ways in which to keep the viewer's eyeballs in their world. Um, whether that's with what's coming up next on the same channel or Mm -hmm. coming up on a different channel in their own world. And as we know, in the last 20 to 30 years, the proliferation of numbers of channels has just exploded. Of course. But in the last few years, it's even more than that. It's not just the number of channels that are going out on any one um, uh, platform, but you've got over the top, you've got the, the web world, you've got the websites that the broadcaster wants you to go to, even if you're not going to watch video. They want you to go to their YouTube channel or their Vimeo channel. or It's all about multi-channel these days. Correct. Yeah. And they want to keep you in their world. So Pixel Power has been at the heart of that for quite a long time. Where we've moved in the last five years or so has been much more into the playout automation and the delivery end. Mm-hmm. Helping broadcasters innovate in that end. Yeah. Helping them find ways in which they can either save money or make money. I mean, that's the two ultimate aims of, of any, line, of any business, yeah. really. And so we've created a whole suite of tools. Everything that now that we do, by the way, is on uh, software platforms that work on commercial off-the-shelf hardware. So we don't make any bespoke hardware anymore. In fact, if you go back 30 years, we yeah. only made the bespoke hardware because there wasn't the compute power available off the shelf. Sure. Um, now that you can get those servers uh, off the shelf from Cisco, from Supermicro, from Dell, from whoever... Um, it's up to our customers whether they want uh, what platform they want mm-hmm. to, to put it on. We don't mind. We give them the specification that is required to run on. So that opens up a whole new world of opportunities. It allows a customer to decide whether they want their uh, software applications to sit on their own premises, perhaps in a different room from the, the operations themselves, uh, in a data center down the road yeah. or in another city that's cheaper, or in the public cloud. And when you start entering that world of uh, opportunities for playout, then you open up the whole idea of pop-up channels, event channels, creating a lot more efficiencies in your whole delivery end. Yeah, and that's that's where we've been taking broadcasters the last few years. What kind of products will you be introducing at NAB to further those aims uh, for your customers internationally? Well, we've been developing even further the two primary platforms that we launched a few years ago, a couple of years ago. Uh, that's Streammaster Media Processing, which yeah. is a, a virtualizable processing platform yeah. that, that does things to a piece of media. It'll encode it, it'll render it, it'll up-res it, down-res it, and things like that. And we've got the Gallium Workflow orchestra- Orchestration Platform that does things with a piece of media. So it'll yes. determine when something happens to a piece of media. And that when could be when it is played out in an automation, a traditional style playout automation manner, mm-hmm. or it could be uh, a way of automating the creation of VOD assets, video on demand assets, 
um, or promo version assets or various things like that. Yeah. So what we like to do with uh, a broadcaster is, is take them back to, uh, if I was going there, I wouldn't have started from here type of scenario <laughs> because a lot of broadcast development over the years has happened because uh, people have wanted to do something new, but they've got a workflow in place. So they take the end result and they try and rectify it. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is to work with them from the beginning. So from one playlist, one schedule, we can develop a whole range of outputs. It could, yeah. be, it could be a VOD asset. It could be a version for your mobile platform. It could be a version for your linear or your OTT uh, or cable platform. And that's one of the challenges, isn't it? To be able to do that in an elegant way rather than in bits and pieces. Exactly. Exactly. And to try not to try and fix something in, a, in, in the wrong way, let's say from the backward direction. Yeah. We've got this piece of video content that's got this branding on it. Let's take that off and put this other content on. You don't want to do it like that. You want to actually start at the beginning and go, we've got these nine platforms that we want to mm -hmm. get the content out to. Let's brand it in the mm -hmm. appropriate way. Maybe even there's different sponsors depending on the platform sure. that's going, it's going out to, if it's a sports game, for example. And we can do that right up front from the one schedule. That's the main thing, from the one schedule. Removes a lot of frustration. Exactly. Yeah. And it saves an awful lot of cost. Yeah. In the process. But nothing, yeah, costly. Now, I understand, um, as far as Stream Master, let's take that for example, uh, media processing. You have some new products being introduced, such as Produce, Deliver, Brand. Are those being worked into the Stream Master flow, as it were? Yeah, if we... Uh, if you look at the Stream Master product portfolio, yeah, it's uh, an interesting one because Stream Master is a technology platform that has a number of different functionality blocks, let's say, yeah, within it, and we like to create solutions for customers that fit the type of things that they're trying to achieve. Um, the deliver mm -hmm. version of it takes a, a, set, a particular set of function blocks and enables people to do master control mm -hmm. and playout automation. The StreamMaster brand, for example, is a, a, a way of actually creating graphics at the point of playout yeah. that drops into any uh, automation system. So we work with all major automation vendors. And we've recently introduced a product called StreamMaster Produce. And that enables people to create the graphics. So uh, okay, that's like a yeah. new extension of what we've traditionally done in the last 30 years, um, graphics creation tools. But this time, it's a software-only platform that runs on a piece of commercial yeah. off-the-shelf hardware. So yeah. as I mentioned, we've got everything now sitting on software-defined platforms, all IP-based. We have our own SDI I.O. cards that we've made ourselves, which you can use to have a mm -hmm. hybrid environment so that you can move from your traditional or your current platforms into an IP world, yeah. or you can move straight to the IP world. It's astonishing in that, in, uh, I hate to use the cliche, but it genuinely is end-to-end -end now. Yes, it is. is. That's, um, I dare say there's a number of other products that we can come out with. We're not finished. We're not done yet. We haven't... Uh, you well, haven't stopped yet? No. Oh. We, we were joking about that only last night that, you know, it wouldn't be fascinating to walk into the development team and somebody says, hey, that's it. It's, it's finished now. No, <laughs> the products are never finished. Um, only because we're always exploring new ways in which to help our customers innovate and yeah. do different things. It's all about the viewer experience at the end of the day. Yeah. And we're, when we're talking to major broadcasters, it doesn't matter whether they're in, in the United States, in uh, Burkina Faso or in Asia or wherever they are. Mm -hmm. Everybody is trying to do the right thing, which is to create an innovative uh, and interesting uh, viewer experience at the end of the day, which keeps their viewers engaged with them 
And that's where we come in. We have played in the worked in the uh, the graphics and branding arena for more than thirty more than thirty now, years three, now, yeah, uh, three and a half decades. And if you look back at if you start looking back at some of the content from mm-hmm. 20, 30 years ago, we think that it was good. It was good. It was time. good. But now, when you look at the content that's on screen, anything that's not video is pretty much what we do. Yeah, um, all that graphics and branding, and it makes the experience, the interaction of us as humans with the content that's going on on the screen much more interesting. And the bar is high. As yeah, well. yeah, it's very high. That bar. So, I guess. What I'm hearing you saying at the end of the day, at least for me, is that if you want to empower your pixels, come and see Pixel Power at NAB on booth SL7613. Is that correct? Absolutely. We're in the South Lower Hall. We are just down the steps on the second half of the hall. We're just around the corner from another interesting company called Roland Schwartz. Ah, uh, yes. And, I understand uh, you have a relationship with this organization. We have a new relationship with Roland Lovely. Schwartz. Yes, our parent company. Roland Schwartz acquired Pixel Power in November 2018, that's just over three months ago, and it's uh, it's going to be a fantastic marriage because at the end of the day, what we've experienced in the last 20 years in, in the broadcast vendor technology arena has been a lot of mergers um, in, in a different way. This yeah. one we feel is quite personal because this is a family-owned, privately-owned engineering company based in Germany of a rather large size, a good size, yeah, of course, yeah. um, has acquired a privately owned engineering-led company in Cambridge, United Kingdom. We're both global companies. Of course, we're different There's scales. a certain symmetry in that. Yeah, we're both engineering-led. And yeah. we both, we yeah. both, by being privately owned and engineering-led, we have one focus. The focus is on the customer. Yeah. Nothing else. And that enables us to focus on the innovation for what we talked about a moment ago, that viewer experience. Yeah. Well, I'd encourage everyone to come and see you both uh, at NAB. We're coming up in a few weeks, and I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you, Karen. Me too. Thank you very much, David.